This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast, you stinky, useless sons of bitches. I love you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so sincere. Oh, I have to be. We're actually doing the podcast without fucking headphones today because Sid is not, so I don't want to be the one that has it on and she doesn't. Oh, that's is that why you're not wearing them? Yeah. Because of my wig. I don't like it. Well, I don't like listening. And by the way, what is the point? Because I get like feedback in my ear, so hearing, and we're talking so close together. Why it, do you need them? What it does is actually zones people into the conversation. But so I'm already like, having, I can do it. I'm, okay. I'm really <laughs> focused on you and this podcast. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. No, you know, first of all, like I, I met you um, at JK News for the first time. How did you get invited on JK News and how did they find out about you? Nikki Limo. We were working together on a maker project. And Ooh. before that, I'd known her since 14 because she did a series of mine that I had on YouTube and she was really sweet. So yeah, she hooked me up. What, you said when she was 14? In 2014, sorry. Oh, I was like, when you yeah, guys were 14? Yeah, yeah. No, I, we don't go that far back. I wasn't in Santa Barbara, but so, yeah. Well, so you guys met on that project together? How Like, how did, how did that happen? Yeah, so I reached out to her because I think I knew Lauren Francesca, someone in the YouTube community, you know, back in the day. We all kind of met. Actually, maybe it was Funny or Die. I don't really know, but it was all Nikki Limo. We love her. Oh, really? Yeah, we love her. That's fucking crazy. You're not even listening. Maybe you need your headphones. First of all, I am listening. I just wanted to make sure that we had good audio on this shit because I've done this multiple times where I've recorded for two hours and I didn't even hit the record button. Oh my God, I've done that too. I've done that multiple fucking times. Same. And then you try to bring the same conversation back around and then it doesn't happen. I had to do that shit with my best friend because I forgot to hit the record button. And then we were here, we were chopping it about chopping it up about like our past like in like we were in high school and stuff and then we had to fucking get lightning in a bottle again and that shit was so much funnier the first time around but people loved it either way but you guys should have heard the first one it was way fucking better i hate that it's like a joke dying you know literally you had a whole series of jokes die no straight up and and then he was like trying to recreate i was like bro let's not even try to recreate it we gotta just talk about some new shit because i'm just gonna get sad yeah it's a funeral it was a funeral wait so are we rolling yeah we're rolling we're rolling we're good your levels are so you're not okay? even fucking listening, dude. You I'm see not, that shit? I'm not. Are your levels okay? The levels are perfect. Why do you have three outlets on your Zoom? What do you mean? Oh, because there's a third mic right there. Oh, I'm so. I hope you hear that conversation. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> oh, it's no, really entertaining. By the way, I don't edit shit, so whatever you say is gonna go up on the podcast. <laughs> so be careful with what you say here. Shit. Okay. Do you edit your shit? I'm, I feel like I'm the only podcaster that never edits any other stuff. The amount of work that you and thought process that you have in, in preparing for your podcast is extraordinary. Zero. It's <laughs> fucking zero. Well, I, I put too much time into mine. Well, I've done podcasts where people are like, "Hey, like I want to come on the podcast, but you know, I don't want to talk about this." I'm like, "That's fine." I was like, but you do know that we have one camera and we don't have, we don't do multiple takes. So if you feel like you're somebody who's constantly afraid of speaking your mind, this isn't the podcast for you. 
Good for you to tell yeah. them that and me now that we're on air and rolling three well, minutes already, into I it. I already saw you on JK News and we already did a JK News together, so you don't need to be fucking prepped. I know. Thank you. You're you were so funny. Oh, you're you're so, you were my favorite person. I've only done it three times, but you were my favorite person to work with on JK. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you left. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. No, I mean, J- J- JK News was a, it, it was fun while it lasted and I did it a lot longer than I, I thought I was going to do it. And the, you know, I've talked about it on a video before, but the reason why it was hard for me to leave because number one, I was very comfortable with it. I got to hang out with my friends every fucking week. But the problem with that is that when you're comfortable, you don't really reach for more. Right. And so, you know, it was a good check. I was chilling with my friends all the time and I just got too comfortable for like a whole year. Right. I was just sitting there just choosing not to do things because I would have rather done JK news. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, you got bills to pay, bitch. I know. <laughs> you know like, I know. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yo, you got to wake up and you got to start moving and doing your own things. And I started letting go of my personal identity and my own personal brand. Not because they asked. That was my choice. Right. It's just because I was happy. Right. And so when you're happy, you're complacent. When you're complacent, you don't work hard. Right. And so I, I made myself a lot more uncomfortable. I was like, you know what? I got to cut this shit out. But it was hard because there wasn't a replacement for me. And so I there was- There never will be, <laughs> David. There but there is though. So Steve came on. And when, when Steve and I started working together, I was like, I can leave comfortably knowing that Steve here because Steve's a comic. And so when I, when me and Steve had great chemistry, I was like, I feel like if I left, Steve could take over and he'll fucking smash. Yeah. And he does. Like yeah. Steve kills it every fucking time. So, so funny. when Steve came in, I felt, I, I felt less guilty for leaving. Okay. I was like, oh, so when Steve, Steve actually made, allowed me to make the bigger move and finally leave because like awesome. having his presence on JK news is, is so fucking good. Yeah. So it's like, oh, when I saw him work on camera, I was like, I, I can bounce and it would be kind of cool. So right. there's no like gaping hole there. Yeah. So when Steve came in, Steve kills it on the comedy. He knows how to like lighten up conversations. He fucking kills it every time. So it allowed me to break free and then go back into doing my own thing again. Yeah. And so how are you enjoying it? It's good, man. I mean, you, I mean, definitely when you focus on yourself, you make way more money. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's because like, it's like I said, it wasn't because they did anything. It was, I chose not to. It's like, right. Well, it's because of what I said to you about the sex dolls. That's what made you leave. Uh, you read too much comments. Why do you read? <laughs> Stop reading comments. I told you in the car. I was like, I just, I don't have a consistent YouTube channel anymore. So I'm just curious of, you know, and there's some funny jokes in there of what people say. And there's some mean stuff too, but they inspire me to write different characters. And I'm just like fascinated by it. Um, well, there's this one, they kept talking about me having like ADD or ADHD and I just thought yeah. that was so funny and I don't want to say what it is cause I won't give it away. I want you to see it when it's on my Instagram, but I yeah. wrote a little skit about it. That's going to come out next month. So look out for that. I feel like you don't have ADHD or ADD. I think I it's do. more like, do you? And I'm dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, but you got a lot of problems. <laughs> I have so many. I have P- complex uh, PTSD, which sucks What's too. That? Um, it's post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm already getting it right now. So, um, I went through a lot of trauma. And so basically what happens is you can get flashbacks. You can, it's not the cutest look. It gives you a lot of anxiety. Um, you can ruminate all these different things happen, but I go to therapy. I do EMDR. I work on it. Um, EMDR is eye movement. Uh, it's a long therapeutic word process. Damn it, that's not even it. I don't know how to say it because it's a P instead of an R. It's something for your fucking brain. You better yeah. edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit's going to write it. All right, stay it. Obviously, I'm not a therapist or a doctor. No, but nobody's going to judge you The process like that. of what it does is it it uh, takes the trauma so your your pathogens in your brain are on the wrong they're askew and you need to like replace all of them i am so tired i'm not even i did a whiskey podcast before that so this is like making me anxious motherfucker how do you not know what emdr 
Who the well, first of all, Sid, who the fuck cares? Nobody knows what EMDR is, all right? I know what it is. I, I wouldn't do it if I didn't know. But what it basically does is it helps you heal your trauma. Okay. And it, it places all I'm making you anxious and uncomfortable. It's so funny. No, I'm not. Face, David is so judgy right now. It's I'm so not. funny. You are. You, you. Okay. Okay. Let's just start this right now. I need you. No, David does this. He just did this. Because I'm trying to listen to you. No, no, no. You don't do that. <laughs> First of all, number one, <laughs> you know what the funny face. thing is? She's just looking at my, that's just a regular Asian face. <laughs> that's not <laughs> an like, Asian face. Your eyes are small and you look lost. I'm like, that's just the face of Asian people. That's How not. How fucking dare you? You said you put makeup on for me. <laughs> I do. This is, I told you I'm actually white. If I take this off, it's just blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You saw me without my wig on earlier and I was like, you're welcome. Just whatever. <laughs> yeah. I look like a rat, don't I? No, it's. This place. I grew up in a wig store. I see people without wigs all the fucking time. If you don't send me photos of you at your parents' wig store in sack, I'll send I'm it to you when, I, when I'm there. I got your number now. So ah, I'll I just know. send you some random shit with me and a bunch of wigs. I would love that. You would look so good in a pink wig <laughs> and with a pizza. You know, it's it's funny because like growing up in a in a beauty supply store stuff, like uh, you know, people have like these this perception of you know what manliness and what not is but because I grew up in a beauty supply store I grew up around a lot of fucking women yeah you, you know what I mean so like I used to do my mom's nails in the store I used to You're like wear feminine. fucking wigs and shit but nobody made a big deal out of it right. my mom's like you wanna do my nails I'm like yeah fuck yeah and I'll be like mm. and that shit's fucking hard man especially not to get you know cause like if you put too much it kind of bleeds over into the crevices and the gels up I hate that shit so I would like I was so OCD about it I would <laughs> fucking get mad I would take the acetone I would wipe it off and I would do it again and again. Did you um did you ever get into sports or were you busy with that? No, basketball. I did all that shit. Did you yeah, really? I did Muay Thai when I was 20. I do Muay Thai now. No. Yeah, I think like it's just like what that type of stuff is encased in kind of kind of influences what you think like manliness is, right? Because right. my parents ne- never made a big deal about it. It's like, yo, we're in a beauty supply store. He's bored out of his mind. What the fuck else is he supposed to do? Yeah. You know, so I'll just be like, hey, you want me to do your nails? I'm like, cool. And I remember uh, when I found out that you didn't have to use like nail, what, what do you call it? That The gloss, the clear coat. You oh. just buff that shit sometimes. So I would just be like buffing my mom's nails and shit. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're the best son. I wish I had a son that would buff my nails. Yeah, that's why like I, I think uh, people got a little confused when like, they thought you were gay. I don't know what people thought I was gay because I didn't. This is how I spoke all the time. It's just like you're in a beauty supply store. That's all I had to do. What 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 else was I supposed to do? Mm. There was no TV there. Play with um, dinosaurs or something. Mm, I don't know. That's kind of boring. I want to sit there and just do this shit. And you get to talk to people because you you're a very bubbly, kind person. You like to engage know. with people. You know. Yeah, and you know, for me too, like it was just it was the thing to fucking do. What else was there to do besides play with the fucking wigs and the nail polish? That's what we had. That's all we had there. So yeah, I would just do that shit. But then uh, nobody ever made comments about like yo. That's like some pussy shit or whatever. But never, never like, they never said that to you. I guess I. Well, I was a kind. Maybe they did. Maybe I just didn't care. Have they said that to you now? Maybe I don't no. know. What are they gonna say? No, that's some pussy shit. I guess. <laughs> 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 like, you're like no no one's ever said that to me that's what they do it's just like i that's so cool though i wish i i had more guys around me that were very comfortable in that situation because most guys last time i went to the nail salon which speaking of i asked you this question in the dm and i want i want to know the answer i'm very curious to know the answer to this david what Oh, the, your name thing. You don't thing. remember. It was your name thing. Why Why is I think, that? You know what I think it is? I think you're paranoid as fuck. And I, I don't think that's am. what it is. No, no, no. It's like, a, I don't know if it's because of the language in the middle of the mouth and the back of the mouth when you speak. 
Uh, I just think you're being paranoid because there's literally no fucking. Okay, every time I call the nail salon, I guarantee you they like I say my name, Sid, and they go Sid. I'm like, no, 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 Sid, Sid. That's just because they can't pronounce it. And then they and then I say Sydney, and they go Tiffany. And I'm like, no, they can't pronounce it. I know, but like they look when I'm there and when I do a walk, and they don't. Like it's you're, like I'm saying you are something. You're analyzing everything. You know what? I'm a you got, chick. You, what you need to do is smoke some fucking weed and I, chill. Oh, the you want to know? I get worse. If oh, I you smoke. get paranoid. <gasps> what about CBD? With no THC in it. With no I'm THC. Okay. Yeah, I can't do it. Before before I like spar or I do stuff like that, I, I take uh, CBD drops and it helps you know relax. It's it's good for like anxiety. I like um I like wine for that. Like yeah, wine. but this doesn't have any like fucking like you know like <laughs> fucking crazy effects. So like CBD, like you'll just feel yourself like chilling out a little bit. It's like oh, like there's no like psychoactive. There's no THC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I you like can try that. that shit out. Yeah, I like. See, I used to have this one really good. Um, oh, I forget the company name, but it was so good. It tasted like vanilla. Oh, really? So good. Yeah, I got it at the weed. You're so funny, dude. Like, you, you thought that because that's just them not being able to pronounce your name. Well, no. You call and you make an appointment for Sydney, and they're not going to, like, they are, like, honestly, there's something going on, there like, phonetically. On. I want to know the answer because there is an answer. I'm not being racist. I really Nobody's just want to know. saying you're being racist. It's okay. just they, they just can't pronounce Sydney. That's all. You know what, David? Damn you. You're tri- Damn it, you're, David. <laughs> you're tripping. Damn it. You're tripping. You got to chill out. Relax. I have a lot of stress in my life, okay, David? You know. I know I'm you got a lot. I'm a stress ball right now. Listen, my, my biggest thing is too with people like there's there's things that you can control and there's things that you can't control. I know. Everything you can't control, let God be with God. I know. You know what I mean? I think that's hard for a lot of people though. And it's it's hard for me too. I just I just I hate stressing out about shit now. It's just it's not worth it. How old are you? I'm thirty two next year. So thirty one now. How yeah. when's your birthday? Uh March thirtieth. Oh, so you're a Aries. Aries. I'm an Aries. So it's like, mm. what was that mean? <laughs> Wait, why are you reading my face? This is just a white girl face. Just white girl. Like, <laughs> no, because you, like. you said, mm. <laughs> and then you looked off into the distance as if you were going to go to a music video. You said, mm. the fuck are you talking about? I'm just observing what you did. <laughs> Uh, what what day? you believe in all the uh, the, the astrological signs and shit? Well, usually, I don't like Aries guys. I don't believe in it, but like for some reason, Aries and I don't get along. But not with you. You don't seem like an Aries. Oh, you want to Aries to the max, dude? Are you really? I'm Aries. You're the only Aries I like. <laughs> no, a lot of. Pe- I'm pretty sure you like some Aries. You just don't know the Aries. I really don't. <laughs> what I is really it about Aries that you don't like? Mm, they, it, my sister's an Aries. My dad's an Aries. They're two days apart, and their like personality is like identical. They're usually super selfish, which you don't seem like you're selfish. No, I'm not. Yeah, sorry for all the Aries listening. <laughs> See, you don't. It's not that you dislike Aries. You dislike your asshole family. <laughs> I know. It's probably. <laughs> what it is but exactly i, I guarantee you all of the traits go back every guy that i've ever dated that's an aries they're all like that oh really yeah i mean uh joe joe is an aries uh this girl julia have you met her i think she's an aries as well she's also part of jk maybe you just know nicer people maybe. I, I, I like to keep nice people around me man that that's what it is and the funny thing is like i i think people i think you know if i'm cool with you i'm fucking cool with you yeah you know what i mean it's just like there's like maybe a small select amount of people i really fucking dislike and it makes it's my mission to let them know i don't like you oh so you're that guy <laughs> that you need to tell them that you don't like well them. it's not even that it's just more like 
I can't pretend to like somebody if I don't like them. And it's it's like there's only it's like a small percentage of the world I don't like just because everybody's fucked up and they got their own personal issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So like for me, I'm I'm trying to as an adult to really understand people and see what they go through because every nobody just turns out to be fucked up. Yeah. Right. There's always something that happens when they're younger. And for me, what I'm finding out, a lot of people's parents are fucking these kids up. They don't know what it is until they get older, until they go through some therapy. Yeah. They have friends that they talk to and they go, Oh, the reason why I react is because when I was a kid, this fucking happened. Yeah. And so I try to apply that empathy to a lot of people. Yeah. I'm obviously in comedy I don't because I'm just making jokes. Yeah. But on a person to person basis, that's what I try to do. Of course. So the people that I really dislike, I can't even do that for them. It's like you're that pe- that you're that big of a piece of shit. That's hysterical. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So are you the guy that like when you're in the room with them, do you like talk and like kind of project that or do you get quiet? No, I let them know. Okay. It's like, I'll be uh, like, well, sometimes you can let them know with like your look. You know, you don't always have to like, but I get quiet. I'm like a golfer when I'm not mad until I like oh, get people can set sense off. that shit, dude. Yeah. If you could like see the vibrations of anger come off a girl when, they, when they're like that. Uh huh. It's like, hey, how's it going, Sid? You know, I was like, oh, Sid's angry. <laughs> yeah. I can give you a look that kills. But yeah. like, so you're the guy that says some shit. Well, it's because I, I'm, I don't want to be passive aggressive. So that, if, isn't that passive aggressive though? No, not angry? if I look at them, I'm like, I don't like what the it. fuck are you doing here? <laughs> that is not <laughs> passive aggressive. That's like, that's like all aggressive. That's aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> yeah. You know, like for example, there's this guy that kind of kicks it with a bunch of my friends, and it's this group of like Korean dudes. And we, uh, like a few years back, I used to drink a lot. You know, just because like yeah, I'm Korean, K Town, we just drink a lot of shit like that. Is that right? Yeah, K- thought... Korean people love drinking. Really? We're like the Asian Irish. No. We're just as angry, drink just as much. Oh. So we get smashed or whatever. But there's this one cat that always kicked it with us that I don't fucking like. And I've literally told them explicitly, I don't like this guy. Specifically because he's somebody that's a moocher. I hate moochers. I was right? going to say, what was it about him that you don't like? Because you seem to get along with pretty much everyone. Yeah. I mean, he's a number one, he was a moocher. So he likes to leech off of people a lot. And he only develops friendships and relationships off of people that he could gain from. Uh, and I hate that about people for I sure. fucking it's a snake I don't yeah. like snakes Same. like you earn your keep around people if everybody's working hard you work hard with them you don't try to like jack off of everybody's success and say it's your own yep I don't like that shit so yep. <clears throat> even the like he was he was with like a really close friend of mine too and she fucking loved him for some fucking god knows reason dude oh no and like she knows I didn't like him because I was super disrespectful towards him all the time I told him I couldn't help it. I was like, well, when he stops being a loser and he gets a job and stops taking your money, then maybe I'll be nice to him. Oh, you know shit. I mean? He was taking her money too? He didn't work for like a few years. And Ooh. the dude like thought he was – so he, he <clears throat> booked like a very small role in something, right? Because now he's a fucking actor, right? And he's oh. a writer and actor now. Okay. Books a small role. He dumps her because now he thinks he's going to make it. Doesn't fucking make it. He comes crawling back and she takes him back. Oh, that's a self-respect He's issue. A fucking trash. Bag, yeah, but dude. you got to look at your friend too and be like, "Girl, wake the fuck up." Well, I could talk to her as much as I want, and you know, she has to wake the fuck up. But her doing that doesn't make her a bad person. Yeah. He's the bad person. Yeah. Right? So her, she just needs you know to deal with her shit. Yeah. But for him, so like anytime he came by, you know, people are like, "Yo, David, try to be nice to him." I was like, "I can't. I don't respect the guy. I think he's a fucking trash bag." And so <laughs> the last time I saw him, we were at a bar together, and he was here. And like the tap, you know, we were all buying drinks. I was like, yo, it was like, he was like, oh, drinks on me. I was like, what? You got money now? Oh. I was like, whose money are you going to pay the drinks for, dude? <gasps> right? And then people are cracking up because they know I'm. And then he sits down. I was like, don't sit at this table. Go sit over there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because he always comes up to me like we're chummy chummy. Like where he's trying to be best friends with me. And I'm like, you're not a good person, dude. Yeah. Like you've left somebody because you thought you you were going to make money and be better so you're only keeping her around as a paycheck like I know this about you 
Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And I was like, she's so madly in love with you. She doesn't see it, but I see it. Yeah. And then lo and behold, guess what happened? What? He booked something else, then he fucking bounced on her again. Again? Yeah. But wait, there's not that much money to be made. Exactly. That's how much of an idiot he is. It's okay. He's a dummy. Okay. Wow. So it's like I've I've literally like those are the type of people I really let know that I don't fucking like you. With and also he's trying to be friends with me because he sees me in this like YouTube space and I'm writing. So he wants, he's like, oh, if you ever need an actor. He says that to you? Like shit like that. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, you'll be at least like subtle with the shit. Number one, we're not friends. Who, I don't like you like that. Who is this guy? Uh, like, not, don't should, give him a name, but I'm just like, what, like, where did he come from? I don't, I, I, I don't know too much about him aside from the, the fucking, you know, shitty interactions that I've had with him. So he came in the click because of the chick. Yeah, and he's he's just been doing that since day one. And I remember I met him before they got together, and he was just that guy that would follow like YouTubers around and like try to like be best friends with them. You know, like yo, this is my homie. It's like I'm not your homie. I don't even know you like that. Yeah, he would use like verbiage and stuff like that to try to get get himself ahead. Oh god, and I hated I hate those type of behaviors. Same. So it's like you're a piece of shit. Don't ever fucking talk to me. So yeah, passive aggressive is it's something that maybe I might have with my fiance. Oh, but passive aggressive is not something I have with people I you know like that like yeah the fuck, fuck with you like out. that i uh i'm thinking of the people that follow you around at vidcon and that's like who this guy is reminding me of in my head i've never been to vidcon before not one no, i don't like shit like that why I, I told you i got like social anxiety i don't like shit like that oh yeah, yeah i, don't I like just the... don't see you as but you do okay i get it it's, it's get practice it so i've i think i talked about this on the podcast before uh, I had to learn how to unfuck myself. Like <laughs> that's a hard process. It let is me hard. tell you. So you know when when people tell me it's like I have anxiety, I can't do this. I was like, I guarantee you, your anxiety was nothing like mine. I was I had so much anxiety, like I I couldn't even order food at a McDonald's or a Burger King because I had to talk to somebody. Oh shit, that's a lot. Mad anxiety. As a like as a kid, I couldn't make eye contact. I couldn't order food. I couldn't order food at a restaurant. I couldn't get anything for myself because I was so afraid to talk to people. Aside from my friends, I was a goofball. But when it came to meeting a stranger, it would fucking shut me down. And then when I when I became like 14, 13 around there, I started getting upset at myself that I couldn't do basic human interaction because of this. I didn't know it was called anxiety. I didn't right. know that what that shit was. Right. I just hated this quality about myself. So I started forcing myself to to be in uncomfortable situations. It's like you go and you fucking order this fucking food, you little pussy ass bitch. It's a fucking taco from Taco Bell. Just fucking order the shit. Oh my gosh, is that when you were watching Dave Chappelle and you're <laughs> no, like, okay. <laughs> no, and, and so you could imagine how, how hard it was for me to perform music and, you know, do stand-up. Yeah. It was hard. I said, Fuck it. Let's go. Let's see this shit. And I remember I was so nervous. I could feel my stomach turn in my stomach. I, I could feel my like my my heart turn in my stomach. Like it literally felt like my heart sank and just fell to the middle of my gut and was like, boiling in acid. Like that's what it felt like doing stand-up for me. And I would grab at my pants because I was so nervous and I would say these jokes super fast. And I had to learn how to unfuck myself from that shit. So I did it over and over and over and over until like I got to the point where I could mentally prep myself the day before and then perform stand-up. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, it takes a while, man. It, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking process. I guess it's like exposure therapy or some shit. Yeah, no, it is. No, that, I had to do the same thing when I did stand-up. It, it, I felt literally the first show I got caught in mouth on stage. Like yeah, I was like so happens. nervous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even now, like I, I did like a couple of shows that my friends saw and, you know, it did really well. Mm -hmm. But he was like, yo, it's like, yo, I never saw you do stand up before because I, I haven't really performed stand up in a minute. Yeah. And I was like, dude, it was fucking hilarious. Like I was dying laughing. He was like, yo, how did you prep that? I was like, I, it's just, I just go and do it now. Yeah. I was like, I've done it for so fucking long. I don't know if I'll do well. 
Yeah. You know, I just, you just happen to catch me on a good day. You know Do what those I mean? nerves get to you? Like, cause I yeah. still. You should still get those nerves. Ooh, but it's unhealthy. That's why I quit. I, was like, I just I have to do this thing where I just tell myself, you're not going to die. What the fuck is going to happen? That's actually not that bad advice. You, like yeah, you're I not like going to die. Yeah. You're going to go up. And if you bomb, there's fucking professional comics now that bomb doing their standups is because they're working their material out. Yeah, you have to not be afraid to fail, which yeah. is hard, especially when oh, you're like, you know, tiptoeing terrible. in the game and you're not like fully in it, you know? I'm not even going to lie. It feels terrible when your jokes bomb. And it's you walk the worst. up and nobody laughs and you go, fuck, yeah. you know? Like you hate yourself a little bit for it. You do. But then I have to be like, well, I still think it's funny. Let me try it again. Yeah. And, then if, if, and then it still doesn't hit. I'm like, we're throwing that joke away. <laughs> and then maybe we'll rework it or something. You know, it takes time, but. You got to kill the babies. That's yeah. What it's, they call it. It's, it's hard, man. It is. Like, because like, you, you said, well, you have anxiety and shit too. So how do you deal with it? Uh, I just, uh, I keep going. I put one foot in front of the other, even when I am dying. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. Because nobody would think you have anxiety because you're, you perform, you know, you put yourself out there. You tell all these personal stories about yourself. Didn't you hear me over explain everything? That's an anxious trait in a human being. If you've ever heard one. Okay. I feel like a lot of people are like that here though in the city. Oh, I know. Um, I, I, uh, I guess I, I overanalyze a lot of things and a I get bit. really, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's so annoying. Can you imagine me in a relationship? I'm insane. Um, but I, um, I try to ground myself. So when I get to a place like that, I usually have a piece of jewelry on or like I, you know, remind myself that I'm here or I look at, and this sounds so crazy, but every therapist will tell you this. I will look at something like, oh, that's a piece of art in front of my face. It's blue. Look at the other one. It's pink. Just to bring me back into where I'm at and the space that I'm at. Here. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like either future projecting or I'm past, you know, projecting and you just want to be in the now because that's all you can really be. Yeah. That's the hard part for a lot of people because it's always like well what if this what if that what if this what if that mm -hmm. i just I, I can't do that shit anymore because yeah. it put me in such a weird headspace we all go down our little spirals you know we yeah. all have it but it's just good to have tools to get you back into present every, every day like I, I i walk and the reason why is because i literally blank the fuck out really that, like if i it, when i do these walks they're like three or four fucking miles do you go to the library <laughs> no, I, I would go to the fucking library. Where I you? do these walks, and I it's like three or four miles. I blank the fuck out, and then I just I don't even know what I'm thinking about. I, I could catch flies in my mouth with my mouth open. <laughs> Shut just, up. I I just blank out. That's good. It's better than like having a whole bunch of whiskey and then. <laughs> nah, like I'm not. I, I only drink for like occasions. So right. Because I, I don't actually like it when a, a, a substance dictates how I should feel. Yeah. So it's like I want to be in control of that. Like if like if I have to use this to feel normal, I fucking hate it. I am maybe it's because I'm a bit of a control freak in that kind of sense. Sounds like. It. Yeah. Like I don't like when people are like uh, when I like weed. I hate weed because I can't. I can't be present and say what I want to say at the time I want to say it. Yeah. Because it's always like, I got this funny joke and then 20 minutes passed and I'm like, what happened? Yeah, where did it go? I wrote it down yeah. on the wall 30 minutes ago. Let me find it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I don't really like weed and shit. Like, it fucks me up. Thank but. you. I love that you don't like weed. It's so nice to be around men that don't like it because you, even though you were weed pushing a little bit earlier, but it's fine. No, nah, that's, you. I'm CBD pushing. I know. I, <laughs> wait, is that, you need a sponsor? Do you have a CBD sponsor yet or no? No, I don't have a CBD sponsor, but I, I love CBD shit though. I, my stuff. Which, who's your favorite company? Uh, right now I'm trying everybody and everybody, like everybody. Cause I don't know which one I like. I just like CBD products. So. I just something movement 
fuck I just had it in my head now I'm like I'm so mad that I don't know I'm like bringing it back and calling myself <laughs> out now wait 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 EMDR reprocessing is the last word okay, okay. okay. I disent mm, dis okay we're gonna google this <laughs> Give me my phone, because I'm, like, so mad that I didn't know what this was. We were talking about anxiety. And Damn, bitch, what the me, fuck do you got here? Bitch, <laughs> he's giving me my purse, and it's, like, 75 pounds. Okay, we're going to Google this. And while we're Googling this, I'm going to have David rap about his favorite flower. Uh, Go for it, David. You promised me that you would say this. Okay, uh, favorite flower, uh, sunflower. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite flower. Hey, who doesn't love sunflowers? Baby? They're so happy. And they're so tall and strong. And they grow even when the sunlight isn't on them in the dark. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Eye movement, desensitization. Gosh, here, wait, proce- reprocessing. That's what. Oh, it that, is. What the? F- that's a fucking mouthful. It is, especially when you have filler. It's fucked up. Mm. Do you do you feel like uh, like going to therapy has helped you out the most? Fuck no, I'm still fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard me talk? Hello. Um, oh my no. God, that's fucking funny. I need a lot more. Yeah. How long have you been going to therapy for? Not enough. Uh, <laughs> I started when I was five, when my parents were divorcing, and then I got on Whoa, Ritalin. You started early. Yeah, because it fucked me up. It fucks up your brain as a child. You know, when you mm. don't have that um, that family system yeah. and your your you know family is being torn apart, you don't have that bonding with with both of your parents, and huh. it uh, actually changes the way that your brain forms it changes the way that you respond to people it changes everything yeah so um i got on ritalin and that's what started everyone's like oh my gosh get this bitch off adderall and all the jk what, what's ritalin? Be re- uh it's the same thing as adderall except it's missing one substance or one element so it's basically i could tell you this when i i've had more sleep and i'm more <laughs> sorry i'm a little tired i like had to take two sleeping pills last night because my dumbass got on my phone after i took mine Here's if I could give anyone life advice: never, ever, ever masturbate after you take your sleeping pill because it's never a good idea. You will never go to sleep. I, you know, I can't. You know, how, like dudes, they always say like you should jack off if you want to go to sleep. Yeah. If I masturbate, it keeps me up. Really? That's why I, I don't masturbate before I go to sleep. It lets me. It's not, it's like hit or miss for me, but it's a huge miss if you have a sleeping pill and do that because it has the reverse effect. Really? Yeah, because it's like staying up and doing something after you take a sleeping pill. It keeps you up. It won't let you go to sleep. Really? I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Ha- well, don't try it. <laughs> I'm going to try that tonight. So that's my advice. I'm going to take a sleeping pill. I'm going to fucking masturbate fiercely. Like, holy shit. You're like, oh my gosh. She I was, was awake right. for six days. Yeah, you'll get a lot of work done. <laughs> I forgot what the other part was. My brain is like so dead right now, but I don't even remember what yeah, we were talking, talking about. like Ritalin, what Ritalin is. Oh, it's one element. Thank you. That's, yeah. Look at you with your listening I told you face. I listened, dude. Um, do you want to know what time we're at? We're at 30 seconds. No, I never need to know what time. 30 minutes. We just, we just continue a conversation. We just keep going. <laughs> Are you ready to end this conversation? Do you want to end it now? <laughs> I can press the button for Absolutely. you. Absolutely not. You don't touch that shit. We no? just we just started getting started. You don't want started. me to press I will it? Are you sure? I will snap your fucking finger <laughs> like a fucking Kill Bill movie. <laughs> oh, Japanese for fun. That's right. Look at that. Can we teach me something? Oh, and Save the Cat. I love this book. This is literally just for decoration. I have never opened up that book before. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I refuse. But do you know a word in Japanese? Oh, yeah. I, I my, my, my fiance speaks Japanese. Oh, perfect. Does she what is she? Uh, she's Korean, but she lived in Japan and also Taiwan, so she speaks Mandarin, Japanese, Korean, and English. Too. I know so many people have gone to Japan. It's not fair. It looks you so should. Much it's fucking fun. dope. I love the colors. Yeah, if you go to Tokyo, you'll fucking love it. It's just wild. Yeah, have you been? 
Yeah, went to Tokyo. I've been to Japan two times now, three times. Three and you times. didn't learn anything, no language. No, I know, I know enough Japanese where if somebody speaks it, I can understand it. I just can't speak it. You can't say one damn word. Everyone knows "konnichiwa," motherfucker. Why do you, then? Why are you asking me to say it? Because I want you to say a full let sentence. You, let me tell you something. You and your white privilege, all right? <laughs> I don't. I don't need you Wait, to let me tell hide my me. Chanel back. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you something. You better talk, dance for me, Asian boy. <laughs> say something in a Japanese. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You know, I actually really do like the accent, though. The Japanese accent? Mm-hmm. Really? I like, like the way it, it looks on paper, too. That's the prettiest language to look at in mm. the Asian culture. I mean, if you look, I, I think Asian, it's just so complicated. Korean is not looking. cute. I'm sorry. It looks like Japanese. It doesn't. Japanese is longer lines. It's prettier. Come on, it's line, line, line. Koreans are lines, Koreans lines, lines, are lines. more stacked, and it's just not as stacked. elegant. It is stacked. Uh-uh, it's not elegant. I love it. It's elegant but as fuck. All no, right. it's not. See, that white privilege is coming right in right now. It's like, not. Oh, I'm fucking around. I just, <laughs> I just I found out so she has anxiety, ch- and I'm like, the fuck at her right so, Oh, my, that's fucking Steve Green for you, motherfucker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That guy. I told you, I, he's my white twin. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. I just want to smack him every time I see him. He's like, wanted to give me a hug after we were done filming. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I hate you. <laughs> You're fucking funny, dude. Yeah, I know. You were too. Okay. You <laughs> try to transition this conversation, David. I can't wait to see what you're going to come up with. There's nothing to transition. I'm just using this time to really get to know you as a person. Okay. Well, yeah, I can't gonna... say. She's like, well, this is, these are the problems that I have. <laughs> I have a lot of issues. I will be the first to tell you well i mean okay so you told me that you originally lived in atlanta then you moved here when you were 16 you have great conversation skills david Hell i'm so yeah, impressed with you okay. <laughs> so number one wait did you did you move here to be in film and acting or did you move here just because your family moved here i got a scholarship to the american academy of dramatic arts what the fuck uh, yes. Bitch. hello i know i can do a lot of different voices and stuff that's what i do and um, my sister got a centerfold in Playboy, who does porn now. So That's she's awesome. going to ruin that. And then Playboy is like, whatever. Nobody cares anyway. It's so weird that that like. This is at the same shit, time. She's just like sunk. playmate. And then you guys all moved Oh, together. yeah. I was always living in her shadow. Like I was never like visible. And social media didn't wasn't really a thing. MySpace, you know, there was no iPhone. So when I got lost, I had a MapQuest map literally a map in my car and I would call my mom or my ex-boyfriend crying and because I I didn't know where I was going so I knew if I was heading west that was towards the beach but you didn't really know Uh and I was going south if I was heading towards the hills if I was in uh, like West Hollywood. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. I would Wait, what cry. do you mean by living in your sister's shadow? Why? Because she was a playmate? Yeah. So like, you know, she was like, I was always the fat, ugly, awkward kid. You can witness oh, all you were that. Fat. In my, oh, yeah. I was very overweight. And then my first trip out to LA actually was on the Dr. Phil show for being bulimic. Talk about it. Hey, yeah, you first on, season. You were on Dr. Phil? Yeah, I was on Dr. Phil. Dr. Yeah. Phil's hilarious, dude. He's it, my favorite guy. The format completely. Completely changed. Like the first, you know, it was the first season. It was two thousand and one. It's very sensational now. Yeah. It, yeah. Now it's like more of like a a, a Mori or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the same. But I could have been the Catch Me Outside girl. Instead, I was crying. Um, <laughs> and um, my sister was my sisters and my mom were we we're all on there together. So it's the kids and weight. That's what it was called the first season. And I loved Hollywood. I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And then so spring break cut to like three years or four years later. My sister and I come out here and we're having fun and we totally sneak into the Playboy Mansion because we were wild like that. Yeah. My mom was like passed out and didn't know and it was just like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Wait, so you you were bulimic? I was bulimic, yeah. How old were you? 
nine, maybe nine, I think. That's yeah, super my dad would call young. me fat and like you know say like you know that parquet commercial and like I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. And he was like parquet or call me Bertha because I broke the toilet seat and he was just like he would be really mean to me. Was he being mean or was he trying to be funny? Uh, no, he was. He shoved my sister's face in dog food and gave her like issues too. What the so, fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah, he just you know <coughs> I don't think he had good parenting skills, so that's where all of my issues stem from. <laughs> oh shit, sorry. It's okay. <coughs> what the fuck? I'm sorry. I usually I'm a have everyone. Right every no, everyone <coughs> has the same reaction. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Let's let's backtrack a little bit. How do you think I'm funny, David? Normal bitches aren't funny. No, there's nothing funny about normal bitches. A hundred. I'm sorry. You said your dad. Do you need a water? Stuck your sister's face in fucking dog food yeah. for what? Uh, because she wet the bed. How does that even? How does that? What? Called abuse. It's fucked up. Yeah. So, but my mom like left him because of all of that, and yeah, it was crazy. It was a wild situation. I was five. So and that's he, when I he would counseling. he would like poke fun at your weight all the time. Yeah, and so I started to throw up because I wanted him to love me. And I thought, like, you know, I could be skinny this way. I don't know where I was introduced to that idea. It still baffles me that I don't remember. But I just, I was, I'd throw up to, you when, know. When you guys skinny. were on the, the, when you were on Dr. Phil, then uh, he was already gone out of your life then. Well, my dad, he like, you know, he's the dad that makes the appearances. So, like, we would see him for, we'd get two weeks during the summer and then that was it. And usually we would only last a week because my stepmother was so awful and we'd always get put to work on her horses or something else like it was like a lot was it mandatory for you to see your father or is that something that you guys wanted uh, when we were four when i was 14 i could like decide to not see him and then you decided not to see him yeah so that was pretty much it but now i mean we're <clears throat> as good as you can be my dad uh you know i have to love him from a distance it's very it's someone that you can't get deep with it's very surface it's a he is a narcissist and um you know everyone's got personality there's one in 100 people that have a personality disorder actually one in five with a mental illness one in 100 that have a uh psychological disorder or you could be a psychopath a sociopath um you know cluster b or a or c um in the dsm-5 Ooh, hey damn you're saying a lot of shit out of no you're like saying all this wait so you're i mean that's so hard because like i think as an adult and, and you know maybe it's like a coping mechanism for us when we get older we're like that person that treated me like shit is like that because something that happened to him he wasn't given the skills to be a good dad no. you know his parents weren't great examples and he just you know they were great at business and <clears throat> that was it and he's a great businessman you know but that's about it that's where it ends yeah, he's not generous because he's a great businessman. <laughs> Can't be, he doesn't know how to be a dad. So I've come to a place of acceptance with that. And it's hard. The only thing that's hard for me is like I'll get a text message from my stepmom, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, can you believe we've been married ten years?" And I don't really know her that well either, but I love the Christmas cards where she acts like she knows me so well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "What? <laughs> we've yeah. met three times." Um, <laughs> but it's all for show, you know. Like yeah. they just like to show that they are doing well and stuff and so um, that's why I'm very honest and upfront and open about all my problems because I don't like to pretend yeah. that I'm this happy-go-lucky bitch I'm like no actually this is what's happening with me and if something recent happens like what I told you earlier yeah. I'm not ready to talk about it till I process shit because yeah. it's so fresh like you need a minute to yeah. like you gotta keep things personal for, for you to deal with it first before you do. You do and you don't have to say everything I know oh, that there's absolutely like, do not no yeah. and, there, and there's like a certain loyalty you feel like with your audience that you need to share everything but when you're not ready to talk about something you don't need to talk about it and we're talking about something that i want to talk about 
well, so how did you how did you kind of like kick the whole bulimia thing? I got lipo. <laughs> Bitch, this motherfucker is hilarious, dude. I did That's freeze so the fat before that. Fucking funny, dude. Yeah. I've never ever heard somebody beat a mental disorder with lipo. <laughs> She said, she, I was like, so how did you defeat this mental disorder? Liposuction, baby. Yeah, hurting myself in a different way. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I was really, com- I, I tried everything I could under the sun. Like before that, I I tried dieting. I tried eating. I spent all my money on trainers because I would put any, my money towards anything that I thought, you know, and I'd go broke, you know, just to be skinny to buy that dream and nothing worked. And so when I got married, my gift was the liposuction and that's the only thing that was worth it <laughs> oh my god how much is a liposuction procedure it was like a car it was really expensive i don't even remember the exact numbers but is it was a lot pricey? yeah is it still that pricey well i got laser lipo and then the traditional lipo and then i did these um i went in a hyperbaric chamber before and after so it basically oxygenates your blood and it's really cool um and it helps with recovery and i also stayed in an aftercare facility because i was a bloody mess so the whole process was like the truth just for the lipo i don't know but it was worth every penny it changed the whole shape of my body and it gave me that that mental confidence that i always wanted because this business tears you apart you know you gain five pounds as a woman or 10 that shows on camera because the camera adds 10 pounds and people are ruthless you have the recipe for disaster to be in a business that tears you apart mentally i know it's like but you love it i don't honestly i might take a break from it for a little bit because i don't love it i'm not i haven't been auditioning i haven't been going out i don't have an agent i don't have a manager i've been a free bird since the summer and i cut that shit out last year too well it's not it wasn't really like I decided to leave because it just became an unhealthy work environment because yeah. I was dealing with a lot of shit with my ex-husband. So the last court date I had was um, in June and I got an audition for SNL and I fucking nailed it. But then I also did my first live show. And then there was some, unfortunately, and I hate to like air shit out right now, but I, we both decided it was time for us to not work for with each other. But what made, what hurt my heart, and I've never told this story before, was that she thought, I wanted security because I thought I sold out the show and I was this hot shit. But really, anytime I do a live show, I want to talk because I did my first and she didn't think that I could book a stand-up show or do a stand-up show. And I ended up doing it in, in February of uh, 2019. I don't Wait, know who was she? Um, the person that I was working with. Okay. Uh, I did it anyway. I did the stand-up show. And then for the live show, I wanted to have my security just to be like safe and know who was you know, coming in because I'm always scared that my ex-husband or someone is going to like come mm-hmm. to the show. That's always a fear of mine when I do something live. You don't know. My fans can be very grabby. And and so she thought that I was hot shit, that I thought too highly of myself. And it was like, wow, I can't believe you think that of me when it's like coming from a place of trying to feel safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's interesting how people perceive you. And it's, it's good that I like knew that and I was smart enough to like pay attention to that because you don't want someone that's working for you that thinks that you think that you're hot shit or too good for whatever. Like, and they don't know where you're coming from because they're going to sell you that way. It's hard because, <clears throat> especially when it comes to like, like business and shit, a lot of ego gets in the way. So much ego. And um, like, like, like one of like the the smartest things that I always tell people, I don't want to say always, but there's something that I've learned to, <clears throat> that I've learned along the way is like, you have to really like partner up with people that feel like they're on equal footing and equal ground with you. Yeah. So like it's, it's, it's difficult. So sometimes too. Especially if there's anybody who's younger that's that's listening to this shit, you'll find your place in very weird spots 
it's like where if you do well, people who naturally hate you or are just hateful human beings, the only way for them to be happy is if they if you guys are at the same level. If you start if they sense that you're going a little above them, they want to drag you down with them because that's the only way we can be friends. Yeah. It's like you can't if I'm if you're successful, well we can't be friends because now you you think you're better than me. It's not that we think I'm I'm better. You should have grew with me. Yeah. You should have grown with me. There was room for us to grow. Yeah, and also be happy when if they're really your friends, be happy for them. Like that's don't hate it's on that. To be. It's hard for people though. It is, but I like I'm always like even where I'm at in my position right now, like I am sincerely happy for everybody that's doing well. I yeah. really am. And I and some people that I know that don't like me and it's not perceived in my head because I'm overthinking okay. <laughs> and because they've said it to me. I'm still happy for them. You know why? Oh, I, well, you're nicer than I am. <laughs> I'm too nice. That's the problem. I'm too nice and it's a like I need to get more mean, but I just I'm not that type of person. Uh, I don't <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if it's like me being – I just more like if if you wish ill upon me, it, I guess it kind of makes sense in their head. So I'm just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, but it's I mean? like why spread that negative energy? Like karma happens. It's a oh, thing. Oh, for sure. You like, know? My thing is like if as long as it doesn't affect me personally, I'm like whatever. Because there's a lot of YouTubers that don't fucking like me. It's because um, – What did you do to them, David? Nothing. I just have an opinion on their shit. And they don't they don't like the fact that I have an opinion on their shit. It's like like I'll you know I'll say something open and it's like, ah, I didn't really like that. They're like, well, fuck this guy. I cannot like your shit, you sensitive fuck. I didn't say I didn't like you as a person. I don't know you like that. But then, you know, people on YouTube who have kid audience you guys are fucking pussies and bitches yeah they kind of are and and the real world's not like that people will have opinions about your stuff all the time if you don't want people to have an opinion about your shit don't put your shit out there you fucking pussies that's all that it is right so when they put it out there and I don't like it it's not my cup of tea it doesn't mean it was trash it just means that I just didn't like it yeah there's movies and films out there that I don't like that are billion dollar blockbusters yeah what the fuck does my opinion matter yeah but people take things so personally They're you're like, so over oh, it right now this aren't you one person disliked what I what I made I'm sorry you little bitch yeah there's a thousand <laughs> more people like me my opinion doesn't matter it's true it's true I, I heard your whole sensitive rant with Joe and it was very interesting <laughs> no it was because it's it's we live in a society now where everybody has an opinion and it's heard because yeah. of social Social media, Twitter, you know, Instagram. a decade ago, there wasn't that platform. Mm-hmm. So not everyone's opinion got around as easily as it does now. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that YouTube is censoring everything so much because oh, they're really yeah. taking away what they created. I feel like was a community of like people that were making art that were, you know, able to do whatever they wanted. And now it's so restricted. I, I just talked about that today too. how much and what people don't understand about what I missed about YouTube is not so much. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like the content that we grew up with, but it was the fact that co- any type of content was allowed, yeah. right? So it, it's 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 weird now where everybody's content is either the same and my escape from traditional media was YouTube. Yeah. But now YouTube is traditional media. Yeah. You can only you make this content and this content and if you say this you get reprimanded and so the one free space that we used to have has been taken away. Yeah. And I miss it a lot, right? So it's like now I my, all my shit by the way when this video goes up it's already demonetized. I'm making $0 off this. Really? Yeah, Why don't you just put parts of it like Joe Rogan does? I he do put parts the and they're thing. all demonetized. Everything I make is demonetized. I don't make shit on YouTube. Why did you get demonetized? What did you did you do? Because porn? I curse a lot. That's all. <laughs> So I curse that's a lot. it. That's it. So I curse a lot, and I have opinions about shit, and then you know that's that's really what it is. I don't make kid content, and my demographic is a lot older. Yeah. So 
I, I know it's going to get demonetized. And the demonetization isn't the issue. It's the fact that because I don't have ad-friendly stuff and I don't make you know YouTube's machine a lot of money, yeah. my shit gets pushed down. People don't see it. And that just is what it is. I have like 1.47 or 5 like million followers and only a percentage sees what I make. And that's that's it. It's like it's like what Instagram is doing now to the the platform. It's yeah. really hard to like get the views and get the likes that you used to get. It happened. It's starting to happen recently too because my friends were telling me about it. Like it started happening on their Instagrams, and it it just happened to mine recently. I was like, yeah. oh. I was like, why is why? Because I don't really look at numbers that much, right? But then my friend was like, yo, man, like, did you check your numbers recently? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, like, look at your posts. They're not getting as much likes and views as they were before. And I looked at the analytics. It dropped like half. I was like, oh, what happened? Sponsors, money. Like, I'm like, why is Bernie Sanders in my – where are all these yeah. political – like, what is – I don't even follow politics. Like, I'm apolitical. So I'm just like, oh, my – what is going on? Sorry if anyone hates me for that. I'm sure in, like, the next election I'll care more. But, like, I was dealing with the court system this year yeah. and going through my divorce. That was enough for me. Like, give me a break. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, once money gets involved, the platform changes. And I, and, and I understand, too. And I understand like YouTube's perspective of like. Are you gonna TikTok? Uh, I don't think so. You shouldn't. It's yeah. fun. What what is TikTok? Explain it to me. Okay, you don't know what TikTok is. I see it, but I don't know what exactly the platform is. <gasps> yeah. Do you like dancing? I like seeing people dance. I guess. But are you good at dancing? Absolutely not. That's perfect. Okay. Do it. <laughs> okay. So is it it's ironic? Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you like movies? Yeah, I love films. Do you like catchphrases? Like what? Like anything from like your favorite movie, let's say like a Jim Carrey movie or okay, from yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So you could literally take Chappelle's like jokes, like your favorite jokes, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can make a TikTok of you like reenacting them and then edit it in all these crazy ways because they have these awesome like filters and features and it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Sounds like a lot of work. It's really not because you do it all <laughs> in the app. It's not like what it used to be where you have to like go and do edit it and, and then post. upload it. Yeah. It's so easy. And you can even upload, like you can film the video and then just upload it up to TikTok if you want to. You don't have to do it in real time. And it's so much fun. I just joined TikTok and I'm like obsessed with it. That's crazy because like I know, I think like, so TikTok before was Musical.ly. Yeah. Right. And I know yeah. like before that it was another app because they were trying to get me to like do sponsor stuff on it. But uh, a big, huge like Chinese conglomerate bought it out. So there's billions of dollars backing this thing. Right. And there's actually yeah. money involved. Yeah. So like Vine's biggest issue and the reason why Vine disappeared is because they didn't have they didn't have a monetary platform built as a foundation for it. So there wasn't any. So once that VC money disappeared, Vine was going to disappear, too. Right. Right. So but the difference between that is TikTok, even though it's similar, but better than what Vine is, the difference is there's money backing this. So. TikTok's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. You know, the only issue is for me, it's just like, I got to get another app. It's um, it's so worth it because that's where everything's going to go because it's not as heavily sponsored as Instagram is because Instagram basically sold out when Facebook bought everything. Yeah, for sure. That's when you could start like doing promos and all these things that change the algorithm. I mean, it constantly keeps changing, but all the now time. I just feel like it's getting less and less and less and less and less. Yeah, like I, I like I, I should really pay attention to these numbers, but I don't just because like it's, it stresses me out. It's so stressful because like Instagram is my YouTube, you know what yeah. I mean? So like I don't really care about YouTube, but I can imagine that you go on there and you check that shit out and you mm. care a little bit. Not YouTube anymore. Anyway. I, I, I check numbers only if I have brand deals and I have to do it. So mm. the reason why I don't do that and I don't comment as much anymore is because it it's not because I don't want to interact with fans. It's just more like there's too much outside shit. There's too many trolls. Yeah. There's and if I look at numbers, then I'm basing my content based on what people want to see versus what I want to create. <laughs> and so I, I can't do that. Are you excited that they're gonna take away all the likes on Instagram? 
eventually. I think it's good for kids. Yeah. Like, I, I really do appreciate that for kids. I don't mind it. I'm not upset at it they, at all. They need that for their mental health. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think it's for mental health. I think it's because they can, like, control the sponsorship and they can get the money, like, directly from oh, yeah. the people. Whatever and I think it has nothing is, to do with mental health. But I think it's great for, for, for young people to understand, like, yo, man, you can't base your value on this app through this number. Some other app will open up and they'll do and they'll probably follow it. Yeah. But I'm glad that Instagram doesn't have that feature because yeah. like I know from my, my friends who had kids when they were younger, yeah. uh, their kids, like they, they told me that they're the most popular kid in school is the one with the most Instagram followers. What? Yeah. That's sad. But that's that's what it's turning into, you know? The times have changed. Gosh, what are your kids going to be into? I don't fucking know. I'm going to be like Chappelle and move into a farm or some <gasps> shit. That actually <laughs> doesn't sound like a terrible idea. I'm I'm scared like I'm scared to have kids but I I do want a kid at least. Yeah. Um but I'm kind of scared to have them. Yeah. Just because like I forgot what the whole time. <laughs> I mean there was this theory where uh, somebody told me like the reason why you know, even though there's a lot of dumb people in the world, they don't get to rule everything. It's because for every one smart person, it equates to like a, um, like a million dumb people. Like me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's like, oh, if, if I truly believe that I have something to offer in this world, then I should be able to instill those values into my kids. Yeah. And like, it, it sucks because some of the most intelligent, most kind people on, on earth, they don't want a kid. And I'm like, you're the people who need to have kids though. Yeah. Like, I need you to have children because- Everybody else is just fucking without a condom. They're popping out kids like fucking nothing. It's so sad. And they don't care about their children. They're not developing them. But you, I know if you have a kid, you would do that. It's just that, you know, they're, they're analyzing things through numbers. It's like, what's the whole point? Because a child will cost this much, this much. And it's like, it's oh. a lot of, they're not cheap. Children are oh, not sure. cheap, you know? And it's a huge fucking commitment. Like every second is like a learning experience for them when their brain is, their brain oh. is growing and it's scary. Like I don't, eh. Relationships are work. Kids are work. Everything. I mean, you, you said you're going through a divorce right now? I'm divorced officially. It was my, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were divorced when you talked about it on JK News or you were going through it. I was. I was officially divorced in January of this year, but I had to go back to court for a stupid issue that's been resolved. It was resolved that day in June. This was this was the older guy that you were with, right? Yeah, the 33 and a half year older guy. I was a grandmother. I am no longer a grandmother. Thirty-three. Speaking and a, of children. 33 and a half year old. Yeah, I was 23. He was 57. I got married within four months of knowing someone as a way to cope with uh, trauma. I, my stepfather killed himself. I was in the next room. And then three weeks before that, my grandfather died, who was like my dad. He was always there for me. He was my rock. My stepfather worked as the chief of homicide with my grandfather because my grandfather was chief of police. And I remember my, my stepfather and I, he lived in the same apartment building as my mom did when my mom and dad got a divorce. And that was the first guy my mom dated after my mom's divorce. So like they dated briefly in 97 and then they reconnected when my grandfather had his stroke by my grandfather's bedside and then they decided to get married so it was crazy how all of that like happened and wait your stepfather what he said he was the chief of homicide and then he he was bipolar um and we didn't know it and he didn't take his medication because he was manic on this high you know marrying my mom and uh, moved out to california from georgia and then uh, I don't know how many months went by. Gosh, May, June, July, August. And four months later, he uh, shot himself in the heart. And oh. I was in the next room sleeping. That's fucking... And we just got back from my, uh, my uh, grandfather's funeral. And it was nine days before my 22nd birthday. Damn, when it fucking rains, it fucking pours, huh? Yeah. So, and then a like a year, cut to like almost a year later. It was August of 2013. I broke up with my ex-boyfriend, who's also dead, in July of 2013 because he just couldn't keep his dick in his pants. He was super hot. 
He was run over by a train in Burbank in 2015. How? He was filming a video. I talked about this on JK, and they were like, it was so hard for me to, like, hear the comment. Because that's still something that's, like, I'll never find funny. Because it's, like, you know, it's a it's looking back at it, it's funny to people that don't know him. But, like... It's not funny to me. And of I don't course. Know funny to me. But, um, but yeah, so I broke up with him, and then I met my um, ex-husband in August of 2013. We got married in December of 2013. For his reasoning, uh, very romantic, taxes, because he wanted to get married before the tax year ended because he was a CPA. So I was like, okay. He was still married when I met him, and I didn't know it. They were going through a divorce, and he also had two other girlfriends. Damn, he saw throughout player, the entire dude. marriage. Yeah, because I thought, oh, he's not going to cheat on me. He's an older guy, and he w- he love bombed me because he was an, a, a malignant narcissist, which I learned all about narcissists. Like, oh god, uh, the mask came off like a year into our relationship, and so I kind of started to see the behavior wasn't the same. He was changing. What's going on? I was getting sick with infections. That's when I started. Uh, I was like on antibiotics. Like twenty months out of like our. Entire... He was just like fucking random bitches. Yeah, like he had a like a like a legit sex addiction. He was fucking hookers, like street hookers. You know, oh. like it was fucked up. So like my pussy looked like the Grinch. Like I was like, what the fuck? Like I was constantly in and out of the ER and the hospital. And he was like, maybe you're anemic. Maybe you know you're this. Maybe you're that. You that need to go to a different doctor. So I went to like five different doctors because I didn't know like different gynecologists. Because he's like, oh that you know may, they're probably not good. I read the reviews on blah blah blah. So I would keep. Changing him, and then finally, one just said I was with my mom, and my mom had the you know a different brain. And being an older woman, she's like, "Why does this keep happening to her?" He's like, "Unless he's cheating on her, there's no reason this should be happening." And then my mom hired a PI and didn't tell me because she knew that I would like say, shout outs to mom. Yeah, so she hired and had him followed for like three months. And then we were fucking uh, like after Valentine's Day and he came home early and it was really weird for him to come home early. I was like, this is strange. And he did a different sex position. So girls or guys, if you're listening, if your partner changes up the sex position, unless you guys are watching porn together or something, that's kind of a tell. And so I didn't say that. I don't know if I said that directly to my mom. I might have because we're pretty close. But I was like, something's off. And I could kind of like women's intuition. Your intuition is usually always right. Like I was feeling something prior to that because it was like too nice. Like why was he always so like nice? Like he's being so nice. Because he has no nut in his ball sack. That's why. Yeah, exactly. He's stress free. Exactly. So yeah, it turns out not only was the mistress who was a stripper at Deja Vu uh, working at his company, but the porn star that he was also fucking, that was the other mistress, was like everything was taken care of. She had a credit card. He had her all set up in addition to all the other street hookers. And he was fucking a hooker right before he came home to fuck me that day. She's a true addict. Yeah, he didn't think so. <laughs> how do you not, motherfucker? Like, how much? Do you, well, you couldn't tell when he nutted and fucking just powder came out. Yeah, uh, no, I couldn't tell. He was really motivated. But you know what's crazy? Like looking back, I but I can comp- do nuts like four or five times. That fucking come is thin. Not when you're. Um, well, uh, gosh, that's like, I don't know because I always got sick, so I never really like paid attention. You know, I'm like yeah. uh, that wasn't like I wasn't. I was just always when I was like having sex, and I was like, please don't get sick please don't get sick that's all i could think about <coughs> instead of that but it's good information to know <laughs> yeah like when a dude nuts you could just tell by the viscosity it's like bitch you jacked off uh, an hour and a half ago so if there's a lot of shit there you'll be like okay and like that, i know you've been waiting like for so me. like this is this is just general shit right like a dude will usually like jack off like maybe like if they if he wants to fuck tonight right yeah like wants to show you a good time yeah 
And like I said, this is not every dude, but if, if every dude doesn't do this, you guys are fucking up. If you guys like premature ejaculate, it's because you're fucking holding all this cum too much. So like dudes will like jack off maybe like the night before or like that morning. Yeah. And if you guys, if you're going to fuck at night so you can last longer. Yeah. Because that first cum load, first of all, there's pre-cum in that shit. Yeah. So you got to make sure you fucking jack off, then you pee, then you get rid of the pre-cum. Yeah. And then you last a little longer. Yeah. So, so if you if you see like a load, if the dude hasn't jacked off in four or five days, that load, that shit's a, some thick shit and it's pay attention and the amount is a lot but that if you see it and it's thin as hell and there's not much cum coming out that means that fool fucking jacked off a lot that day shit yeah. i guess when you're married you like don't think about it like that you know what i mean like it's just well before if like i'm going out on a date with a new person i actually masturbate so that way i don't fuck them but if i drink then ugh. that's yeah. a new rule for me i can't <laughs> remember the thing that you said in the car earlier it was so fucking yeah. funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking on the first date is yeah. a thing i don't want to be that person don't fuck on the first date man. Uh, never works out you're showing everybody your hand and your cards fucking wait for that shit unless you don't give a fuck about that person it's like exactly yeah joanne is what i call her she's <laughs> a shady bitch that one we do not trust her so that's a new rule i have for myself i'm not ever drinking on a first date are you pretty like hypersexual then yeah mm, see that's yeah. rough then you yeah. the dude then yeah that's just rough i know because like like i always say too, i used to have like old stand-up bit about this shit years ago where i was just like i can't fucking wait till the day where i have no fucking sex drive because then i'll fucking cure cancer the next day <gasps> Cause like I'm telling you, like when a dude nuts, it's it's like have you seen that shit like in the that Instagram filter where numbers just pop out like for a <laughs> yes. split for a split two seconds? I'm the smartest fucking man on earth, dude. All my life's regrets come out where I nutted on. It's like God, I fucking nutted in that bitch's face, and that is so disrespectful. But when you're horny, you're like, but it's that's hot. the place to do it. Yeah, that's perfect. No, I love it. I'm into it. I'm like, sure, as you're, long you're as it's not my wig. You're hypersexual though. Yeah, you know, it's. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not making assumptions about you, but a lot of my friends who like females who are very hypersexual, they have a lot of like sexual trauma. Like, well, yeah, no shit. Yeah, usually like I, people that are into BDSM or have a lot of. See, trauma. I didn't know this shit, but yeah. then, you know, until like I started talking to my friends about their past and what happened when they were younger and how they view sex as an adult, it's 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 hypersexual. I'm like, damn, what the fuck happened? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I started reading all this shit and like watching all these documentaries. I'm like. That's why. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like, it's hard for an individual to say, like, oh, that's the reason why, because it puts, like, a certain event and it makes it too real. Yeah. You know? So now it's just like, no, I'm just like hypersexual. It's like, no, there's a but reason why. There's yeah. different like types oh, yeah. of hypersexual. For sure, like, for sure. I'm only attracted to someone that, like, you know, obviously I have to, like, I haven't gone on a date in like six or seven months because I'm like, uh, I'm yeah. so fucking over it. But for me to get put all this effort in to go out on a date with someone is a lot. And I'm always working. So like if I want to waste my time going on a date with someone that I'll probably block in three months anyway, <laughs> that's that's actually a big fucking deal. Like I don't just go out with guys every week and I'm like, I'm going to fuck you on a first date. Like I'm not. I have to care yeah. about the person. Yeah. I have to like the person enough in order to like want to fuck them. But once I do, it's on. I'll be calling you. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, okay. Okay, listen, let's fuck. <laughs> but it takes a lot to get me to that point. I know I will go if I have too much to drink in the first date, which I don't do that anymore. Anymore. Okay. I swear to God. I believe you. But I, yeah, once I'm like into somebody, I'm really into them. I'm that type of bitch. So sex isn't something that like you find. I don't look at someone and just want to fuck them that I don't want to fuck a stranger. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, a, that's like some dude shit. Yeah, that's yeah. very, that's very like male. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not, yeah. my brain doesn't work that way. But so you're, you're, that's interesting because I feel like uh, maybe it's because, well, I grew up in a church setting, right? Yeah. So a lot of girls, they weren't very open with their sexuality. Like sexuality. They get and, so uncomfortable and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, they get really uncomfortable with it and I think that was because I grew up in a church setting right and so like 
some of the worst sex that I ever had was like with some church girls. I Just know. because like they're so it, vanilla. It, it was either one, it was like too vanilla. Or and it's not a bad thing. Like I'm not making any judgment. No, it's hey, just, that's their version yeah, of naughty. Or, I'm or, sure. Or number two, it was like they were always trying to prove something. So like the sex felt very unnatural. You know what I mean? It's like oh, like they saw oh, I'm not something. that type of fucking girl you think I am. But it doesn't feel like natural. You know what I mean? So I didn't really like it. So and that's just like somebody not being comfortable with their body. Yeah. Right. And so when somebody was comfortable with their body, they're also comf- comf- like confident in their movement and what they do and how they do things. And yeah. it was just like. And at the same time, it would be hard for me to be like, yeah, you know, maybe like retract those teeth a little bit when you second oh. you know, or some shit. Why didn't you say that to them? I mean, it obviously, if we were going to be together for a long time, I would. But if you're hooking up, it's just like you're like okay, maybe mm, not. Like yeah. we don't really need it. We don't. I don't need to like yeah. go there and tell them how to do something, right? Because <gasps> maybe some guys like a lot of teeth on the tip of their dick. I don't you, fucking well, know. Well, you give them directions so that way they know they can turn into like amazing blowjobs. Of blow course, like some, some some people would. Some people would take it a little weird, you know, because like every all these guys have gassed them up. It's like oh, I oh. love it, blah 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 blah. Then I'm the one that's like, yo. And I would hurt their pride a little bit. Maybe it's like, like a, hey, you know, it'd feel really good if you tried it like this. I, I told this story too. Like, <laughs> as as a young guy, guys gas themselves up so much about sex. Like they think that their dick is like the magic stick, right? Yeah. And because when you're younger, all your homies talk about their fucking sexual escapades as if it's the most. It's like, yo, man, I fucking bagged this chick. I got this chick, dude. She was fucking coming all night. All this other stuff, right? Yeah. And you know that shit's a lot of bravado yeah. for, for a majority of dudes, right? And so for me, going into it, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And the funny thing is- Who does? You know, as a young as a young male, you're, you're scared to ask a female what she wants because you're told in your head you should know what they fucking want. Yeah. Right? So the, the, the moment I started getting better at sex, I'm not saying I'm fucking amazing at that shit, but I ask a lot of questions now Good. because I find out his preference. Yeah. Right? And so I remember it was this girl that I was uh, together with. We were like in a serious relationship for two weeks. Probably that we were- Two full weeks is we a were, long but, time. Yeah, we were, for me at the time, it was a very long time. <laughs> And then we were fucking around. But I remember I, I asked, I was like, how was that shit, right? She was like, it was okay. I was like, okay, hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me, wow. <laughs> I, was what? Like, I was like, why? Right? And she goes, okay, well, because of this, this, and this. It's because she was very sexual. She was hypersexual. Right. And so she's had a lot of partners before. And she just started listening like, well, when you do this, this, and that, it's not that great. I'm like, well, bitch. Tell me. Yeah, let's try. Let's <laughs> fix this. I didn't know my fucking dick game was whack. Like, what am I doing wrong? They're yeah. like, yeah, you need a little more foreplay. You just try to fucking jackhammer me through the whole thing. And I was like, oh, fuck. This I didn't know like that shit. young 20s thing? This is like when I was like 22. Okay. You know, and I'm like, oh, nobody fucking told me this. Yeah. And so, you know, from that point, I was taking notes and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Don't do that. A little more foreplays. You use your hand. Use your tongue. Use all this other shit more yeah. before you start fucking really hard. And I'm like, oh. This is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Because when you're a young kid, you know, I uh, the first I lost my virginity when I was 18. And it was also to another girl who didn't have a lot of sexual partners. So she didn't know what she wanted. I didn't know what I wanted. And so I just assumed that if you stick it in, it'll feel good. But it's not. There's a lot more shit to that. Especially especially with a person who's already had a lot of sexual partners. Mm -hmm. So I didn't fucking know. So she was my biggest life lesson when it came to like being intimate with somebody. See, it's when you tell them and you communicate. Communication is lubrication. Oh. I fucking agree. Right. Just, that's why I always get like confused when dudes are like, yo, man, like they, when, whenever they hook up with somebody, they said like, yo, I fucking, she was fucking loving. It. I was like, how? how Everybody's you know? key's a little different. It is. You Not know? everything works in the same person. Like, there's no way that that specific move works for every fucking girl that you're with. So yeah. what was it? Have you, you know? been to a sex party? 
No, absolutely not. I ain't that freaky though. I'm like, I like fucking, but my shit's not really up there like that. Not though. like having you could just go there to watch. You don't have to do anything. Oh, I would be. I would just be like, <laughs> you, wow. Oh, your social anxiety would be. <laughs> oh, my social anxiety would kick up. I'm like, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> You been to a sex party? What's that like? I was going to the Playboy Mansion. You Those know, are sex parties, huh? Well, there nothing. was sex happening there, but um, it wasn't a traditional sex party. No, but um, there's this dom who has like a dominatrix that has a lot of sex parties, and she invites me all the time. Oh. And yeah, it's a, they're a lot of fun. I just had this girl on my podcast who runs a bunch of sex parties, and they Wait, look what, really it, fun. What, I mean, this is. I mean, you don't like, have to participate. You can what, just. What watch. exactly is a sex party? Well, there's you know different things happening. There's you different just themes. Your room? Sometimes it depends on like what whose party you go to. There's parties every week. It's mm. a whole lifestyle that, and I'm not really like into it. Like, but it, I think it's fun to go. Like, I'm single now, so like I would go just to, like have fun, but I wouldn't hook up with anyone because I just I like to see people in their sexual element. I think it's fun. There's a lot of nakedness around and a lot of people playing. Like for instance, she has this like naked Candyland. This was like her Christmas party. And she had a whole bunch of like naked elves and like, you know, hot naked Santas where you play all of these fun games. And it was like super sexy. And I was just like, oh, that's like, I would want to go to that. Who wouldn't want to go to that? It's crazy because like, you know, I'm a dude shit. You know, I, I like sex and stuff like that, but I don't like it enough to go to a sex party. Well, because probably you're a guy. I don't know. I guess well, it's I'm, different. I'm, I'm an emotional fucker too. So like- if, I'm emotional. That's what I was trying to get across <laughs> earlier. Yeah, yeah I'm an I know. emotional fucker. Like I can't- But you're in a relationship. Yeah. So, so like, I like, like I like, sex is only good for me if we connect. You're like a class. I mean, yeah, exactly. So like, if, like, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't fucked somebody that I didn't connect with. That's because I was going through a dry spell. I just needed to fuck. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's happened. Yeah. But it was never that great. It was just more like, ah, I just felt like I could have just jacked off. But instead, I, you know, there's this cute girl. And for some reason, she was giving me attention. And let's just, let's see what happens. You're like, let's do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a very persistent guy too. So let me tell you something, bitch. I'm, I'm kind of fat, but I'm gonna put the moves on you. you Shut I mean? up. Well, I was a big guy. I'm, well, I'm still a big guy, but I was like, before I met you, I was like 270 pounds. What? Yeah. So you had to you had to have game. I had to. I had to use I had to fucking use my mouthpiece all yeah. the time. Yeah. So you learned. That was good for you though. You learned how to finesse. And that shit was hard, man. Yeah. That shit was fucking difficult. That's why when I see like some YouTubers, I hear these stories about YouTubers where they tell other girls like I'm a YouTuber to get them in bed and the girls fuck them because of that. I'm like, you are the lowest fucking woman I've ever met in my life. That's so sad. Like that's like fucking a zealous celebrity, dude. I know. You know? Not that not that I'm saying like it The rappers, I had never liked the girls that were the groupies of the rappers. Yeah. That like really bothers me. Like, like I understand too. Like, I'm, not, I'm not knocking on those chicks. It's like you get to you know fuck your idol. That makes sense. You know what, what? I mean. But if, but if you didn't know who they were and you fucked them because they were a YouTuber, that's a little weird. Like I think like the whole like the whole thing is so yeah. Like I like the whole groupie thing is like oh you get to fuck with somebody that you've had like an emotional connection with that you never met. So for them it's like a different experience, right? So I get that. It's like if I followed, let's say like I don't know. I love let's, it. Let's say like um. I wasn't in this space, right? And I was like your biggest fan ever, right? And you gave yeah. me attention. Yeah. I'd probably drink that shit up. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to fuck you. Yeah, you That's the know. difference between a girl <laughs> and a guy. Exactly, it is. Yeah, yeah. Guys, they want to put their dick in anything. Dude, Girls I've, are I've like, heard no. fucking funny stories from dudes where just like, 
like a couple of YouTube cats out of course we don't we don't name Tim, drop. We, Tim. Don't, we don't name drop here. Tim. Well, I don't know Tim. I don't know like Tim and any of like Tim. well, I mean everybody's like fuck groupies and shit like that. You know, any YouTuber that you know, whether it's Tim, me or somebody, we fucked a groupie before. Yeah. So it's like I want a groupie now, damn it. Yeah, like like all all dudes have fucked. I mean, Tim has probably told stories about that on his podcast, me. There's a lot of people who have done that, you know, because you're going out. I there love for fun. how honest Tim is. It's hysterical. Yeah. And so like this is like back in the day before we had serious girlfriends and yeah. Fiance's, but I've uh, like <laughs> I haven't done this, but a couple of my other friends too. <laughs> they uh, they told me stories about like groupies that they literally were not attracted to, but they were just like, I'm just gonna make them feel good. <laughs> so they would like fuck them as like pity fucks. Oh shit! They look at them and they're like, oh, they they really want to have sex with me. Yeah, and it's like, I guess I'm gonna have sex with them. Gosh, see, I I can't think that way. I w- I don't want to do that. Well, just because, like, you know, I've had cervical cancer, so like, I look at people and I'm like, "What are you carrying? Do you even know what you have?" Oh, that's to be honest you with know? you, it's fucking frightening. That's yeah, why you fucking use condoms, man. Like, use con- There's so many people that think just because they have HIV medication out now that like nobody's going to catch anything. But I'm like, no, motherfucker. But if I was a dude. I mean, HPV it's doesn't really fucking you, bother guys. Like, so they'll be like, "All right, I'll fuck you." You know, well, <laughs> like, I'm well, like, whatever. Well, I didn't even know because of my 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 uh, doc. I was asking him about HPV and shit. Okay. And then he was like, "Mostly all guys have it. It just doesn't affect them. It doesn't." And so, like, you just don't know. And a lot of girls have it too, but it's like a, a smaller percentage of women who actually get cervical cancer from it. Yeah. So a lot of 16. girls, they don't know. It's such a small percentage, so it's like when it happens, it happens. Yeah. But it's like, oh shit! It's like if you've a lot of girls just walk around with like the human pap. And you don't have virus. anything. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have anything, and then sometimes you do. Yeah. It's so it's so weird, and sometimes you have no symptoms. That's why they call it the secret killer. It's like yeah, you what just the never fuck? know, and it's such a small percentage. So it's like every girl that I probably had sex with, either they had it or I had it, and you just don't know. You don't know, and and your body can clear itself of it too. So that's yeah. what makes it even more fucking confusing. It's just a weird. It's it's a, it's a weird uh, sexually transmitted disease. It's such a weird one. I don't even look at it as an STD, but I guess it is. I don't know. I just look at all these guys, and I know that they fuck a lot of like that's why i probably am like and, eh. and then i found out even like this i was just talking to him like, yeah. was, i was like i was like what about herpes he goes dude there's so many people with herpes you just don't even know they're 90 of the population yeah, has herpes it's ridiculous yeah. and so he was like when people come and they freak out to me about herpes he goes it's ridiculous it's not going to kill you yeah like, he goes, it's not it's like the it's like the percentage is so fucking high you have no idea so if you have it like a lot of people don't show it, but they have it. So don't even bring that up to me because I hate it when people come in and they freak out about it. I'm like, yeah. Oh, as a doctor, he gets sick of hearing it. You're like, he he'll goes, just give you Valtrex, bitch. You'll be fine. Yeah, because I get cold sores. Right? Yeah. So I've had cold sores since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, because Korean people, they share food a lot. So I've got probably gotten it from somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, and I didn't even know about fucking the the the, the medication that you could have. The, for uh, it. What is it called? Uh, Valciclovir. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I didn't know about that shit. And so, because I've had cold I don't get a lot of it. I get it like maybe once every like three or four years, depending if I'm really sick and my immune system's down. Yeah, or you don't get enough sleep. Or... Yeah, and so, because when Asian people have it, they just call it fever blisters. They're like, oh, you're a little tired. Yeah. But they don't make a big deal about it. Yeah. But in the United States, it's like, you have fucking herpes. I was like, oh, this is... It's not that big of a deal. Literally 90% yeah, of the population Yeah, if you guys get cold sores and you get Valtrex or the Valciclovir, which is the, the medication for it, that shit clears up like... That and Abriva, you can put that on your cold sore. And you, if you take lysine daily, super lysine helps out a lot. Yeah, it helps with your immune system. Like when my, my buddy's a doctor, and I was like, Yo, I, I got a cold sore. He goes, Do you take like Valsiclovor? I was like, What's that? He goes, Bro, like just take that shit and it goes away. And I took it and it was showing and it disappeared in like a day. I was like, 
I'm surprised you don't take it like regularly. I can, it, like, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen a lot. So he goes like, "How often do you get them?" It's like I don't know. Like the last time I had it was like three years ago. The yeah. little blue pill that's not a uh, Viagra. Yeah, I was like, mm. "Oh, what the fuck!" And I had no idea about that shit. I was like, "Well, I didn't know I could get rid of my colesore with that shit." It's a What'd game you changer. Tell me that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Game changer. It's a weird stigma about it. I didn't know it's an American stigma, but not a big Asian stigma. It shouldn't be a stigma. It should like I'm glad that you're talking about it to take away the stigma. You know. Honestly. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people have fucking cold sores and they just like try to hide it. It's like, dog, if you're Asian, like no Asian people care about that shit. Like, I mean, nobody should care about it in general, but I want to tell you something. The only reason I grab my phone is because my valet oh, is done up? at 10 and it's past 10 and I hope I'm not trapped in Pasadena. No, you won't be. You don't Because the valet is not, par- it's not parking in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the thing, right? They it's should just valet have- out front. Oh yeah, they, the guy was like, when he got my keys, he's like, "How long are you gonna be?" I was like, I'll "Okay, be well, let me time. let's just wrap this shit okay, up." Okay. Then. okay, well, this ends sorry. this podcast because of the valet, but that was a dope fucking. It conversation. was so good. It was so I'm good. sorry to end it like that, no, but you, I'm like, I hope I'm not trapped. I have a doctor. No, you'll, you'll see me in Sid's podcast, but you guys can this this <laughs> this wraps <Sorry>. up <laughs> this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, any audio platform. Leave in the comments below more stuff that you want to see from Sid. Sid, plug your stuff. Yes, please go check out Girl Interrupted. It is my podcast child make sure to subscribe if you want to see exclusive content go check out girl interrupted's patreon and if you want to follow me you can follow me at sid wilder on instagram or follow girl interrupted on instagram as well i love you thank you yeah if you love any of her stories here you guys should already know her podcast is gonna be fucking crazy i love how we went from sex wait we went from depression me not being able to pronounce emdr to (laughs) to my depressing stories to sex to herpes it takes time to warm up that's all (laughs) all right we'll see y'all next time peace